0: Hey guys, Tony Schiavone. Need to call a timeout real quick. Wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling what happened when listeners for a while now about all the cool things happening over on adfreeshows.com. An all-new edition of The Insiders
1: is here as Conrad sits down with former WWE exec John Filippelli who discusses his transition from the world of sports to pro wrestling and his ultimate transition out of
2: the company.
0: Every take was getting worse than the one before. I said, you gotta stop. You gotta stop this. You got to calm down. Stop. Calm down. Stop yelling at people. Take it easy. Tell them exactly what you want and we'll get through it, which is I have done a hundred times since and I would do a hundred times more. Yes. But that was Vince McMahon and you don't do that to Vince McMahon, particularly in front or around other people. people. Yeah. That was That was my mistake. I mean, so, if you want to call it a mistake, although I would do it. I've done it since and I would do it again. Referee Nick Patrick is answering your questions every other Monday on our new mailbag series. When Holland Nash was there, you know, he was a great worker, so they could get heat, had psychology, but they were cool. And a lot of people liked them, you know?
1: They were selling merch, you know? And and, and Hogan had heat. He he had actually more heat than them, you know? They had heat, but a lot of people liked it because they were cool. I was right, the only real character that they was calling it up the other time that everybody hated, you know, like Yeah. everybody wanted to see me. It, <laughs> it worked, you know, they had, you know, it's all Yeah, and uh, so it worked, you know. Tony and Conrad have taken their shenanigans in front of a live studio
0: audience as they sat down live with ad-free shows members.
1: Hey, um, did you ever,
0: uh, pet Jake snakes? No, never did. I had a chance to in Chicago, but it was, it was way too big not out of my league. Hmm. What's the right size snake for you? Uh, one that just coils up and leaves me alone. Yeah. Have you ever orange a Cassidy before? Orange to Cassidy? Yeah. Or would that be with the, with the, one of those juicers, the juice machine, or you just <laughs> squeeze it until all the juice comes out of it? <laughs> yeah. It runs I down your know. leg or his leg. One got, of you the gotta other. be got to be specific here with your dumbass questions here, Cassio. That's just a small tastes of what we got waiting for you with four levels to choose from. See for yourself. Ad Free Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com.
2: With the legacy that's all. That's the legend of the odds. Oh,
1: questions get answered. Oh, you didn't know. Let's start the show. <laughs> Welcome hey, into the it's, show. It's, Road it's Dog and Cassio, and you're listening to.
2: Oh, you didn't know? We usually count down like three, two, one. <laughs> uh, but today we didn't. We, for some reason, we just hit play. Oh. I I like it that way. To, to be quite honest. It's spontaneous. It's organic and it just makes you react how do you get some sizzle you throw me into the frying pan cassio how have you been since we last spoken and for our listeners they don't know this, but we haven't spoken in like two weeks. You know what I mean? I was going to say
1: to them, it was a week, but yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. How are well, you? You went off the grid. You went I'll, off the grid. So I did go off the grid a little bit, but it was only to do my day job. And so that's mandatory so that I can keep the Wi-Fi on here so I can <laughs> shoot the shoot the show, you know? So uh, yeah, I did go, go up to the office and did some live event work. And uh, yeah, it was a good, good time, a uh, very productive weekend. But yeah, I did go off the grid from everything else so I could just focus on that. I'm learning in my old age, uh, sometimes compartmentalizing just means telling other people to shut up for a second. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And and that that was
1: our tax (laughs) credit, and it worked. It was.
2: And I apologize, but it was like... I got to think about this. We're talking about the women's championship here, you know, or whatever. where something was, was We're serious. We're sending you memes, serious of Nick business, cage with y'all, hair. y'all are sending me, uh, you know, <laughs> a Napoleon Dynamite. Eat the ham. of Natalia I got a serious job. I'm sorry. I'm on the in the in the booking office here, but yeah. So I was off the grid, but it was cool to get. You know what I mean? To kind of get off that off the grid a little bit socially and all that and and put my nose to the grindstone a little bit and that's cool um a lot more of that coming this year i'm sure but man businesses are booming uh stocks are up and so we we got an interesting show tonight though um uh, casio
1: First, we got a I lightning to... rod with us, and one of your good
2: friends. <laughs> Firstly, he is a great friend of mine, and he is a lightning rod. But first, I want you to check in. I kind of segued to, to the guest that I uh, over your check in. I want to hear how you've been and what's been going on. Do you still have those blisters and that ointment? Did it work for
1: you? Yeah, yeah. Thighs. Well, look, the thighs ain't going to quit touching overnight. You know what I mean? So, as long as they're rubbing, <laughs> the, it's gauded. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah,
2: yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. A lot
1: a, of cornstarch
2: on the reel. They have like a body glide that
1: I. <laughs> that I we need them to sponsor real fast.
2: I actually have some. We'll talk offline, yo. Uh, I got that, I got that gold shout, bond. I'm good. Shout got... out to Foz there. <laughs> we'll talk offline, yo. Yeah, it's it's a gold bond type of deal, but it's like okay. a, a body glide, and it's it works. I can a attest. Body glide. <laughs> I can attest to you that it works.
1: Well, if anybody's um, seen you oh, you move. know what
2: it is? It's Lumi. You seen the commercials about the lady? She oh, says yeah. the feet, the underboob, the underbutt well, she says all this nasty cause yeah. she's kinda nasty, but she's like the creator of this. So my wife bought the set and we're gonna try it and see what happens. I know for a fact the body glide works already because well, I've walked through several uh, airports um, lately gliding. in some baggier pants, so you don't have to wear a, a tight a tight-fitted under pant. Oh. E. You know what I mean. I don't know how to say it, how to talk anymore. So I'm just going to shut up.
1: How was your day again? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm good. I'm chafed, but there's a there's light good. at the end of the tunnel. There now is the, now thanks illumin- to you.
2: It's illuminating.
1: We're gonna we're gonna figure out the body glide stuff. <clears throat> we're gonna it's move a, smoothly. It's worth and, a Google. Uh, and we 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 hope this episode. Move smoothly cuz uh you got excited man when we started going hey let's bring some of uh some guests on here yeah you immediately mentioned our guest today yeah. and uh we are lucky to have him let's bring him on in your boy the one and only Mr. Vince Russo how are you sir bro what
3: are you guys talking about <laughs> man what the fuck? Yeah. Listen, if you're if if you actually if you're talking i i think you're talking about chafing bro yeah yeah yeah, yeah. bro i've i've got the chafing issue Okay. Actually, I saw the commercial, the same thing you've been talking about, Brian. I've been looking at it. I've been looking for it in the stores. I haven't been able to find
2: it. Yeah, no. My wife ordered it because she just sits online all night when she can't sleep and spends money and so i think that's what america, america i think that's called the american dream uh, I'm not i'm not sure whose dream it is but um there's a lot of amazon boxes i can tell you that but yeah it works vince how are you man how, how I'm have you doing been good man i'm doing good how you doing bro i'm doing doing great i'm doing great and look at look at what you what do you got behind you talk oh, to me a little bit about it like, i just got a couple of pictures bro. of me but what oh, do you I think got, like
3: you got I, I got too much stuff to go over. what's the
2: most valuable thing you have in there
3: Uh, probably this uh the love of my life uh, oh oh penelope
2: that's probably it i'll be dang yes yes so so nothing in there's for sale
3: (laughs) oh no no, i got i got so much stuff in here bro i don't even know what i got in here
2: anymore man i guarantee you there's a there's a picture of Vince McMahon in there. somewhere.
1: <laughs> some, gotta have a robe or a leather jacket or some boots. Something's yeah. up for No, nah.
3: man, bro. I swear. You, you know what I used to collect? And and I, I've since literally sold the entire collection. And, and uh, Brian, you may even remember this. Yeah. The only thing I used to do is, uh, you know, because I was the editor of the magazine. A lot of yep. people don't know. I was still editor of the magazine when I was writing television. I, I was doing both. Yeah. But the only thing I used to do is every time a magazine came out, whoever was on the cover signed the magazine. For oh, yeah. Me. And I wound up keeping all those magazines. But honestly, since then, I've kind of sold
2: them all and yeah. I
3: I really have, I have nothing wrestling related whatsoever. Yeah.
2: Well, look, that's, and that's how I am too. I don't even have some things of mine, you know what I mean? I have a very yeah. small thing at my house that I do, but it's like got my hall of fame ring and my dad's hall of fame, you know what oh, I mean? Like things awesome. that, that yeah. mean something yeah. to on. me, like just yeah. like your picture, of your bulldog, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, is your dog still living? Oh yeah, she's. Okay. Yeah, I got a couple pictures back here. Penelope, she's oh. the uh, princess of the house. Of the house for sure. Is she an yes. only dog? Is she a who? An only dog? Uh yes, yeah, she's the yeah. only dog. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I we I, I, said uh, ugly. I was the like, house. No no, 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 no. And she, she is no. a
3: bulldog, so yeah. she is very ugly. <laughs> she's <laughs> hideous.
2: Don't <laughs>
1: get
3: me wrong. I
1: mean, we've all seen the mug. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Let's be yeah. honest. Yes. Let's be honest. I in the nineties. Th- in the nineties.
3: Who, who are you to talk about, my have you looked in the mirror lately, bro? With the respect. I,
2: I thought he, he, was he was on the mug me. for a minute. I yes, thought it was a mug exactly. with Casio on it. Yes. Uh, and and I was gonna how say it, in in the nineties. Well, in the 90s, I I probably was with worse. I'm just saying, like I, I uh, <laughs> please but let's look,
1: get him a mug on my face. I had a, that says I had a.
2: I had an English Bulldog as well that uh, just passed a, cu- a couple years ago. Oh, but, man, yeah. we, lo- we loved it. It oh, was all yeah, white. Yeah. We got it because oh. we loved Ugga. But, man, shoot, we didn't realize they were kind of all psycho a little bit. You know what yeah. I mean? So, but I, that's why she fit in perfectly at our house.
3: Well, why, when you brought up this subject of, uh, you know, the 90s and, uh, you know, you may have somewhere, more. Why, why did I automatically think of Jack
2: Lonzer and Dave Heaven?
3: Um, <laughs> why, why? Why did that vision like this come yeah. into
2: my mind? And because there was there, there was <laughs> there was some there was something in the next town waiting, and, I, and, it, and it was always there. And the I, look, I hey, love, bro. Jack I, swear, I you know
3: a, a lot of people don't know this bro, but I always always say this bro. He was like my Jack was my yeah. first mentor. There yeah. is no question about it. Jack took me under his wing. Took me in all those pre-tape boots, bro. When we were cutting the promos, yeah. You know this this Monday night, you know Nassau Coliseum. Jack was the guy who really, really took me under his wing. I
2: never, ever forgot him for that. Yeah. Well, and and that's people that do that. You won't ever forget them, yep. and they don't ever get the glory. But it wasn't yeah. about the glory of who who taught me the ways of the wise it was it was about him doing that out of the goodness of his heart and look, jack from a from a man standpoint is a man that you look up to and respect just because, you know what I mean? Absolutely, you, you, you get absolutely. that vibe and that energy from him. So I totally see how he could he, he loved me because he loved my dad. Yeah, and so yeah, like yeah. I, I could do no wrong in his eyes and I love that because I looked yeah. at I saw my dad when I looked at him. You know what that, I mean? That's awesome. And bro, yeah, so it was what awesome. a what a man's man Jack Lanzo yeah. was. Hey yeah. So you you killed wrestling. You, yes, you killed yes, WCW. <laughs> and you, and, and you uh, <laughs> but, but hey, tr- tr- truth be told, like you know, that's what I love about today's uh, viewer is how quick how quickly they forget, you know what I mean? About everything has been done. Everything comes around, goes around It all. Everybody's going to get beat. Everybody's going to turn heel except for Cena. Everybody's going to turn. You know what I mean? Everybody, uh, there, there's one outlier in, in this, all this, and it's usually John Cena. Uh, like, hey, don't call your spots out loud, except if you're John Cena. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so, uh, so a lot of those things work. And And I remember a young talent telling me, well, John Cena said to do this. And I remember telling him, you ain't John Cena. And I remember going to John Cena and going, hey, don't tell him that, because he ain't you, dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he absolutely. can't get away with that. Yeah. Um, but but wrestling be dang. You know what I mean? Because it's just it's look, it's it's two men uh phony fighting in, in their underwear, and that's what it is at the end of the day. And it doesn't well, bro, solve world peace day, and it doesn't yeah. keep my lights I mean, it does keep my lights on. Thank I,
3: you. I really think, bro, especially in this day and age, man, and I have never lost sight of this, bro. It's, ent- it's just entertainment. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a big sports fan. That's entertainment. Movie Buff TV, that's entertainment. Yeah. Bro, at the end of the day, man, it's entertainment. It's not life and death. It is, it is a show. Yeah. Hopefully, you enjoy the show and become <laughs> a fan
2: of the show. But at the end of the day, that's what it is,
3: bro, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, but what is it to the to the viewer, to the person on Twitter who just knows better? What is it to them that they like it's it's not just entertainment to them, right? Like they're it's oh. it's the body politic, right? Everything is political. It's everything is in that world of wrestling and like surely they got some ventures outside of that, that there are some girls that they're looking into. No, I swear, Brian, I always, I always,
3: this is a shoot, man. I always make it a, 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 you know, I always take the time to really try to understand that mindset. And here's how I look at it. Here's how I look at it, bro. I am a, I am a baseball mark. Yep. Okay, I, I I've I started watching baseball, bro, when the 69 Mets won the World Series. Wow. That's how long I've been a baseball fan. That's but, when I was bro,
2: born, for all you guys you out
3: know, there. But, but, bro, here I am, you know, 2023. I can't even add, 54 years later, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Every day, Brian, what I do, it's a ritual. Every morning I get up, 7 o'clock, first thing I turn on is the MLB network. Yeah. And, bro – I listen to the pros. <laughs> I, I listen to what they have to say. I could they played the game. Yeah. I don't I never once think I'm in their club. Like I am, I'm a fan. I've yeah. always been a fan. I never crossed that line. That's why, bro, like not not to not not to point me out because this happens to a lot of people. Bro, when you have, you know. I'm going to call them marks when you got yeah. wrestling marks that literally shit on the people that did it. Yeah, bro. I don't understand that. I will never understand that. Like I said, when I look at former players, I revere them. I yeah. look <laughs> up to them, bro. The same with people in the business. Yeah,
2: See, it's borderline I- idolatry.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you I, know, I, like
2: some of it, that is reverence.
3: It's, it's the complete opposite in wrestling. Like that, bro. I swear to God, I lose my mind when when these dirt sheet marks call one of the boys irrelevant.
2: Uh, yeah, like, yeah.
3: What, what What do you do? Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand the mindset, bro. And I and I gotta tell you, I don't see this in any other sport than than wrestling, where you yeah. are actually insulting the people who did it. bro.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And it's it's a very it's fly by the seat of your pants very fast. And uh, yeah, and they and they forget, man, look, right now the stocks are up business is booming, firing on all cylinders. Everything's great. Um, Who killed what again? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I always, a guy on here asked a question one time about, oh, do you think Sami Zayn lost too early when he first came up to the main roster? Do you think that early loss hurt his character? And I said, are you talking about the Sami Zayn that's gonna main event a a pay-per-view next month? You know what I mean? Like, holy mackerel, no, it does none of that matters, you know? So I agree with you, man, it's entertainment. And and when you can't take it as as entertainment, it sure takes a lot of the fun out of it. It does. and it does. With, so you're, are you out of the wrestling game altogether? Or do I see on social media? Sometimes you post about uh, writing for a, a small federation or something. i I'll let yeah, you
3: no, let Brian, I'll, I'll be honest with you, bro. I, I really try to be, okay. I, I really try to be, but you know, I make my living off of Russo's brand and yeah. people know me from wrestling that, you know, I, I, I work with a lot of other companies for wrestling they they pay me to watch shows they pay me to do a show so i I, i'll be honest with you brian and and we we've always been honest with each other in 2023 bro i am not a fan of wrestling it it, it's a different brand it's if you like it bro great good for you love it everybody should enjoy things in life and with the way this world is today If you enjoy wrestling, knock your socks off. That's another thing, Brian, because I say wrestling has changed for me over the years. It's not what drew me. And I am not a fan of today's product. Oh my God, bro. Like you're the enemy. And I'm like, (laughs) bro, I just, it's just not for me. Like it's, It's that simple.
2: Well, and it's, it's almost like it's that way, uh, like it's like a Twitter is a litmus test for the way social the culture culture's moving too. Like it, it, people have to be right, and look, I'm guilty of being a right fighter. You know what I mean? And I always heard Dr. Phil say, "Well, Brian, had you rather be right or had you rather be happy?" And I say, "I'd rather be happy, Phil McGraw." And <laughs> and but but the truth is, I still find myself. Look, I catch myself, and I apologize to my wife to this day because I'll start arguing about something that I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm still trying to prove I'm right. right. And so I yeah. feel like that's where everybody's at right now. And it's, oh, and it's, if you're not with me, you're against me. And yeah, it's like, I, no, I, I, I'm yeah. just not with you.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just, I, I hate that, bro. I mean, there's, there's so much hatred in the yeah. world and a lot of it is stemming from exactly that. And it's the same, way. listen, Brian, I know you and I are both Christian guys. Yeah, And I swear, this is how I always look at it. God created each and every one of us. We are all different. Yeah. We are not supposed to think the same. We're not supposed to feel the same. We are all, every single one of us, bro, we we may look at a wrestling show. Every single one of us watching that show, we're going to see it completely different. Yeah different. Amen. There is nothing wrong with that. That's what makes <laughs> you unique. I'm yeah. not going to hate you because you like something I didn't. It's ridiculous.
2: Yeah. And it's okay just to be okay. Like everybody now is searching for immediate gratification, right? I want to feel the best I've ever felt right now. I want right. to, I want it to be yeah. the happiest I've ever been. Yeah. It's not reality. You know what I mean? That's right. fleeting. That kind of, that kind of thought process is fleeting. Absolutely. Uh,
1: Bro, 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 bro. We're talking about being positive, positive attitude, making changes in your life, blocking out the haters. Well, one thing you can do to make your life better is get your sleep right. And one thing for us, I know me and dog, both of us, we talk about it all the time. Sleep me, formerly Chili Sleep, has been a literal life changer for both of us. See, here's the deal. Science proves cold sleep creates better sleep. Temperature-controlled sleep prepares muscle and improves cognitive function, so you can always start your day feeling sharp, confident, and energized, and that's where Sleep Me comes in. Sleep Me is the new home for Chilly Sleep, and they're bringing you the same great sleep that Chili Sleep offered, but now under this new name. Sleep Me makes the coldest sleep systems available. I just... Be honest with you. I slept hot. And I didn't know that was a thing, but I just knew I was sleeping hot. My wife, she sleeps cold. She has a problem. She's piling on blankets. I'm trying to kick all the blankets off and sweating. And it was a nightmare for our marriage. And then chilly sleep came to my front door. Now it is beautiful. She cranks it to her temperature. I crank it to my temperature. I'm a little lower. She said it's a little warmer. You can also schedules. So it can boom. It can warm up when you get in the bed and then uh, cool down after you start going to sleep and then warm back up to naturally wake your body up. This is the beauty of Sleep Me. These sleep systems are water-based, temperature-controlled mattress pads that fit over your existing mattress to provide your ideal sleep environment. That means they keep your bed at the perfect temperature for deep, cold sleep. And here's the cool part. Sleepme just launched the Doc Pro Sleep System with new Hyber AI. Whoa! Experience ultimate cooling power with the Doc Pro sleep system. Pair it with the new Sleep Me app, and you can get real-time temperature adjustments based on your current sleep activity from the new Hyber AI technology, the industry's first sleep tech that tracks and optimizes your sleep temperature. For you in real time. This is different from setting a schedule. This is actually learning how you sleep and the and the AI adapts with your body. Get the best sleep of your life with AI driven technology. Head over to sleep.me slash D O G G. Sleep slash D-O-G-G. You see what I did there? You can learn more and save twenty five percent off of the purchase of any new Doc Pro Uler or Cube Sleep System. This offer is available exclusively for Oh You Didn't Know with Road Dog listeners and for a limited time only. That's sleep, S L E E P dot me, M E, slash D O G G to take advantage of our exclusive dic- discounts and wake up refreshed every day day bro and so
2: so let's you you brought that up and look i want to do i do want to be honest with everybody I, i know everybody watching is not uh a christian or not a believer of any kind and that's cool that's what we're talking about here is the the opportunities to do you and then i'll do me and we and we do us together but when did you become uh vince like what was there a something that changed your life to make you Become a Christian? Were you always? Did you grow up in the church? And, nah, and bro, just, you,
3: you're gonna you're gonna appreciate this because okay, good.
2: Brian, listen, I I grew up a Catholic, okay.
3: and bro, I was the kind of Catholic where you know I had to go to church every Sunday with my parents. Yep. But I'll be honest with you, bro. From the Catholic Church, you know it was always the older pastor, bro. The guy just spoke over my head. Yeah, yeah. He never spoke to me. So, you know, every Sunday for an hour, I'm being dragged to this boring, you know, church. And, yeah, to
2: you, uh, you were a kid, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah.
3: and and it, it never, it never grabbed me. And it's funny, Brian, because you'll understand this better than anybody. My, my entire life, I always believed in God i always believed he was there i always believed he was right here i always believed he had my shoulder i always believed he was protecting me however he was in no way shape or form the focus of my life he was not (laughs) number one in my life i had no time no time for him yeah brian you're gonna love this this is the god honest story god honest story i when we were in tna um, I, I was living in Atlanta. We used to drive to the fairgrounds, Tennessee fairgrounds. All of us used to hop in the car and drive to the fairgrounds. And at the same time, I had a business, I had a CD warehouse in Atlanta and I'll never forget, bro. It Was, was it a
2: CD warehouse or a CD warehouse?
3: <laughs> it was both. I'm
2: with you. It was both. You want to know the truth? It was okay. It was okay, both. good. Good. It was both. I had a
3: CD where, <laughs> and Brian, I'll never forget. It was one night. It, it had to be about eight o'clock at night. I was on the phone with Dixie Carter. Okay? And I'll never forget this, bro. Jeff Jarrett, our beloved double J. I don't remember the exact circumstances, but I was cutting the promo of all promos on double J. Okay. He he yeah. did something or said something that really, really pissed me off. Now you gotta understand he was my brother at the time. Yeah. I mean we weren't we weren't enemies. We were close and tight, but she said something, bro, and for all I know, she could have been stirring the you know what. Yeah. But it lit me up with such a a vigor of hatred. Yeah, okay? rage rage. Brian, I swear I was in the store by myself. There was not a customer in the store. I was in the back office, bro. I, I verbally heard, I heard somebody say, look at what you've become. Your, your heart is black as cold. Wow. This was never what i created you to be brian you could say i'm crazy. i audibly heard the words brian i was about 42. i was about you know this is this is going back maybe 2006 ish somewhere about then. i was in my 40s yeah bro that was it i i mean my entire life my my thought process my priorities what mattered what didn't matter bro
2: on a dime like that. Wow. And see, that's the, that's the Apostle Paul story. You know what I mean? It's so, it's so apropos. I so wish that would have happened to me that when I got saved and baptized, I would have come up clean and whole and sober. And uh, and it just didn't happen that way for me. Yeah. Look, I, I'm here. He got me uh, He got me to where I needed to be. I needed to take some steps for myself. Right. And, and once I was willing to do that, and funny you bring it up, I was 42 when I decided I you need know. to stop living the way I'm living because I'm not the dude. I, you said it how God made you. And I should have said it that way first. But in my, in my mind, I thought I'm not the dude, my mom and dad raised me to be. Right. I'm, I'm not right. that person. And yeah. I don't want to be who I've turned into anymore. And not yeah. until then was I ready to look at, am I, did I, am I white as a dove now? Heck no. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a human being, but I, but God is a focus on my life now. I I'm a firm believer now. Cause I'm with you on that story. It was so uh, fitting for me because I would I, I believe the whole time, but I never lived like he really existed. Right, you know exactly. what I mean. I didn't yeah. just live yeah. that way. And yeah. today, yeah. I literally live in a way that, at the end of the day, I judge my day and go, "What did I do that was displeasing to God?" Yeah. That when yeah. I got there, he would yeah. go like, "Really? That's what you're doing?" Oh yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, he
3: he doesn't like I, I say that, bro. I say this every day. Well, for, first of all, Brian, of course i'm 62 now so we're, we're talking about 20 years ago yeah. i do a show every single week bro called that's life and it's it's a christian show this yeah. is what we talk about but of course according to some bro i've been working the christian thing for 20 years for 20 years now yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you but, and bro, sean here,
1: michael here's, here's, <laughs> here, here's the one
3: thing brian what drives me crazy this absolutely drives me crazy bro just last week I had uh, your your friend and mine, uh, Sean Sapp, uh, basically uh, say to me what a fake Christian I was. Mm. And I'm like, do you guys have any idea what the definition (laughs) of Christian is? Do you know what that means? As Christians, we are saying... We are sinners. We are falling short. We (laughs) need God in our lives. Do you like not understand that? I love the people, (laughs) Brian, that believe, oh, you're a Christian. Oh, you are perfect now. You, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Win. Well, you look up. You don't lose your temper. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, God, none of that's bro. true.
2: I, look, I do, but I do believe that some of that is our fault. And I say "our" as in the Christian and the church and all that. I think I, I think some of that has been. Uh, you see people that preach the 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 gospel of prosperity or whatever and it's the holier than thou and you know when when creflo dollar says i need you to send me money because god said i need a jet airplane like that's where i draw the line and so i think people because of that and have gotten have gotten cynical to the church i mean think about it it's it's our country now is so much more secular uh than it is a religious country it's just not that way anymore yeah you're you're right and, and and that look that's you can think about that what you want to but but that's just where we're at um but but, look to me that's i i get i look i pr- i I pray, I believe in God, I post about God that 's just my life i don 't feel like i 'm pushing it on anybody i don't feel like i'm you know work, uh yeah. I just feel like i 'm living my life, and if you want to talk about it, i'm here, and we can go we but but I just don't see the negative part of it, you know what I mean other than. Other than the stoning, the woman and one of those—I think there's some bad <laughs> stuff there. Maybe I, we need to probably relook at that.
1: <laughs> Vince, let me ask you this because I'm fascinated, like uh, like Dog is. I, yeah. I grew up. I grew up. I mean, as soon as my—I can remember, my mom was in the church, and and so I didn't ever have the the moment. It was, you know, you got 11, and we're gonna get baptized in front of the congregation and move oh, on. Yeah. I'm fascinated with this moment. Was it a you sat there on the floor for a second and trying to figure things out? Or you get, are you throwing the CDs because you got to get it out of your system? Is it a crying? What happened after you heard that, though?
3: I, I'm going to tell you, Cassie, I will tell you a more unbelievable story than that. Okay? And, and, Brian, my right hand to God. TNA, Brian. Yeah. Listen, man, when when we all started it together— it was a great place to work. Yeah, we we yeah, and especially working for Jeff. Like we 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 all loved Jeff. This yeah. was his baby. I don't know if you know this or not, Brian, but at the time when I started working at TNA, I was consulting for the WWE for more money. And I was reporting to Stephanie and I said to Stephanie, Stephanie, listen it what it was the second TNA show. I said, I want you to know this because I don't want you reading it on the internet or anywhere else. I am going to check out their show. Uh, You know, Jeff has talked about perhaps me working there. I'm going to go check out the show. And uh, I just want you to know up front while I was consulting. I went to TNA my first show. I called her back and I said, Stephanie, thank you uh, very much. But I'm going to go be working for TNA. Yeah. So at the at the beginning, bro, it it really was family. Like yeah, it, it was a personal project, right? It was a yeah. personal project. But Brian, we all know, and I said this about AEW when Tony Khan was saying all the things at the beginning. I was like, Tony, it always turns into the wrestling business, bro. It somehow, some way, it always turns into the wrestling business. That's that's the way it is, right? Yeah. yeah. It's the so nature Brian, of the beast. Yeah, Brian, it's, you know, TNA turned into the wrestling business. Yeah. Okay, and uh, I was at a point of being absolutely miserable. Okay? My biggest concern was I know I'm not supposed to be here. I know God doesn't want me here. Brian, again, not having the faith that God knows what I need and He's going to provide for me and my family. I yeah. kept, I, I was torturing myself with the question, How are you going to support your family? How are you going to support? It always
2: me? goes to money, doesn't it?
3: How Brian? Yeah. I was in the hotel room there, the um, uh, the uh, uh, double tree. Double tree, yeah. On my knees, praying so hard that I was in tears, saying, God, I hear you loud and clear. I'm not supposed to be here. How am I supposed to <laughs> support my family? <laughs> so, Brian, this is a true story, guys. Yeah. And, and, and Cassio, my, my right hand to God, bro, my right hand to God. Brian, I go to work that day. Bro, this is the Hogan Bischoff era.
2: Oh, yes.
3: I can't, bro, I'm about to have a mental breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Brian, I go in the room where we used to have a production meeting. Yeah. I lock the door behind me. This is in the middle of the day, four or five o'clock in the afternoon. I got my Bible out of my bag because I needed to, I needed to re, I need to reset myself. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Channel this towards something.
3: Yeah. Cassio, right hand to God. Now, if you guys know me, I do not ever, ever, ever ca- have money in my pocket, ever. I've since the wrestling business, I use my credit card. I never have cash. Brian, I gotta be honest with you. Like, it, I it, it, it screws me up now because living in Colorado. I need that stuff to help me sleep. What is the TCB?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. TCB.
3: And they only only take cash. They only take cash. I I can never get it because I never have any money. But but I never have any money in my pocket. You're a mile
2: high anyway.
3: Yeah, I'm praying. I'm saying, God, please. how am I? I know. I, I hear you. How am I supposed to support my family? Right hand to God, bro. I reach in my pocket. To get a piece of gum. You, you know the, the packs that fold over like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian, I open it up. Two $50 bills, neatly folded like they just came off the mint, <laughs> fell out of the pack of gum. While I'm praying, how am I going to support my family? Yeah, Brian, it was so clear to me at that point that if I did not leave TNA, I might as well have just spit in his face. Yeah, I'm. I'm. That left me no no choice. choice. Yeah, and 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 bro, the next day I gave my notice. That that was it. I mean, he he showed me, bro. I I'm will exactly
2: I will right. where you don't see a way I will make a way.
3: That's it and, and Brian, and, uh, Ryan, listen guys honestly 2012 I've been out of wrestling now working for a major promotion for 11 years <laughs> and here, here here I am bro. Yeah. But that that bro I that absolutely happened. I even called my wife. Hey, did you put any money in my drum? <laughs>
2: Did you put any money? <laughs> Did you no. put money in my gum? Yeah,
3: exactly. She was <laughs> like, what, are, what are you talking about, bro? True hey, story, Hey,
2: my wife would have dang sure not taken or put money in anywhere of mine. <laughs> she would have taken it out of there. But, but that's yeah. but yeah, that's a true story. And that's and that's man, that's impactful. That's powerful. Yeah. But but even then, a knucklehead like me, and look, you weren't an addict or an alcoholic, and a knucklehead like me, it, it just I don't know i just needed to before i could clear my head and i had to get sober before i could clear my head enough to find out oh he will provide for me you know what i mean if I, yeah. it whatever i'll just have to put the my right foot forward you know what i mean and here we go and 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 the right things will happen and so look we're gonna have to put a trigger warning on this thing because i felt like a revival was about to break out. <laughs> <up>. uh, <laughs> and i and i love it um but so so what What are you doing doing now? And you talked briefly about it, but what what are you, what's going on? Bro, I sit here, bro, it's been
3: nine years now. I sit here right like this and I'm in the basement of my house. This is my studio. I probably cut maybe two to three podcasts every single day. They're all different. Yeah. Very few of them are about wrestling. A lot of them are about everything else. I I work with people in the business I love. I work with Stevie Ray. Yeah. I work with Al Snow. I oh, work yeah. with Stevie Richards. I work with the Disco Inferno. I work with EC3. So I I work with all people I love from the business. And bro, honestly, I'd say eighty percent of the talk
2: is not wrestling. Well that's so that's important too, right there. Because look, I don't I know I didn't have any sort of balance and this may be an uh, an age and a life thing more than a young wrestler thing but i didn't have any sort of balance whatsoever and just now at 53 starting to try to balance things out my work and my personal life and all that and 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 making the right time for both but so from a young talent's understanding it's all wrestling you know what i mean and, and the yeah. fans think the same way like it's wrestling 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 and so Man, it's good to know some of the talent are smarting up and learning. There's more to this life than just this wrestling thing. Yeah. Because thank look, I thank God in heaven above. It's come, it's carried on for me because it was just a whim and a prayer for me. But but it doesn't do this for everybody. So sometimes you have a four or five year you know stint and then and then you're gone. So let's talk briefly about moments in the uh, in, in the business because look, a lot of people say. Oh, it's the writing, it's the storytelling. And look, I, 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 so, so it's not your cup of tea right now, but have you followed it all the Sammy, the, the. Oh, bro. well, see, bro, I'll, I'll be, Brian, I'll, again, just to be yeah, honest with com- you, comment like, on it.
3: I get paid to watch raw. So like, that's the only show I watch. Okay.
2: Okay. However, however.
3: however I do keep my finger on the pulse. I I, I know what's
2: going on yeah. with Damian. Yeah, I I know all that. Well, and they show a lot of that on the, yeah, on, yeah, the on the Red Brand absolutely. as well. Yeah. And so so look, I, I think it's uh, quality storytelling. I think it's uh, long story arc. I think it's I think it's hot right now. But but um, you. I forgot totally where I was going with all that. Cassio, <laughs> catch me up here. Well,
1: who who's somebody that you oh, do oh, see no, all Oh, no, I'm all sorry. I'm like. sorry.
2: Moments. 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 Uh, yeah, the storytelling is great, but but is you know, we're still talking about DX invading uh you know, t- 25 years later or whatever. We're still talking about that moment. We're still talking about moments like that. And so really I think it and this may just, I just want to talk about the conversation, have the conversation. Is it more about moments than long-term storytelling? Uh, because I know you remember a good rivalry or whatever, but you probably don't remember one from the last 10, 15 years. Uh, but but, isn't it more about big moments like, like that? Or Ryan, oh, I su- What's your thoughts on that?
3: Bro, I am not. Listen, I've, 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 for however long I've known you, I think I met you in 95. Li- yeah. Literally, for the record, I've kissed your ass since I've known you. So if anybody <laughs> thinks I'm starting now, yeah. stop. <laughs> Brian, I got to tell you something, bro. And you will remember this vividly. And I'm watching this and I'm like, bro, this is, this is a freaking masterpiece. When I say masterpiece, I'm not saying this ain't a Vince Russo written masterpiece. <laughs> yes. No, everybody freaking involved yeah brian every two weeks on my podcast i i look i i review the attitude era yeah and i am going in order now we just had the tyson announcement tyson's gonna be a wrestlemania we don't know exactly (laughs) what they're doing yet yeah but that's where we are you guys are just oh just starting to come together with yeah Bro, my right hand of God, this was the last episode I watched. When you talk about freaking moments, think about this today in today's landscape. Think about this. Bro, this is the episode where you and Billy wheel Mick and Terry Funk off the stage. Oh,
2: (laughs) man. Brian,
3: I, I... The last I saw these shows were 25 years ago. I don't freaking remember. I remembered the moment. Yeah. I remember that. But Brian, I'm looking at this. Bro, this was the whole two-hour show. Yeah. This was the entire freaking show. And, bro, I'm sitting there and I'm watching this and bro, think about how many times does this happen? Brian, I get so pissed off when this happens in wrestling. Somebody gets seriously injured. Yeah. We go to commercial break. We come back. We're on to the next thing. And we never mention what happened (laughs) to someone. So So I'm like, wait a minute, bro. Brian, this went through five commercials. Yeah. and bro, Hey, I, was
2: it planned that way, Vince?
3: Oh, bro, this, I am watching this, bro. This is 1,000% organic. Yeah, great. 1,000% organic. That's when you know but it's Brian, good. Brian, you guys, you and Kip laughing, bro, putting it over. Yeah. But then the reality sinks <laughs> in. And now, you know, the <clears> agent... <throat> coming out bro Vince comes out yeah
2: yeah. Vince
3: is reprimanding all of a sudden Brian goes like the kid at school like we didn't we didn't mean to hurt anybody bro Sonny was crying real (laughs) tears and bro freaking JR telling this story oh my god like bro every single aspect I'm sitting here 25 years later and I'm like Wait a minute. Was this real? <laughs> because, Brian, yeah. Brian, here's what I think is missing. Here's what I think is the big thing that's missing, bro. It was organic. Yeah. It was organic, and then all of a sudden, the guys are jumping you. They wanna, they wanna yeah. fight you. And, bro, it was so organic and so real. That's what I miss.
2: Yeah. That's a- and really the ability. True, what I I sound like I'm tooting my own horn here. And if so, uh, you could add like a horn sound in here. Host. <laughs> um, but, but like the ability for me and Billy and all the talent and Vince and everybody to work on the fly like that and, and, and know that everybody's going to work accordingly and act accordingly. and, and, we don't know that nowadays. You know what I mean? Now it's like, hey, everybody, be serious out here, okay? Yeah, but, everybody. But I, I got, I got to tell you this, bro, because I, I, I'm dreading this because I'm watching
3: this and I'm like, these, this is unbelievable. Like, hey, bro, this is nothing I wrote. I didn't write this crap, bro. You, you guys are reacting, but <laughs> Brian, the bad news is, is like, I'm watching this, and I know where it's going, and it's bringing me back. 20 years when I'm sitting at Vince's dining room table and we're going over this whole thing. And then Vince brings up, Oh, and at the end, Terry and Mick will come back out with the IVs. (laughs) I was sitting at the living room table and I'm like, Vince, like, Do we really like, but Brian, do you know why he did that? Honestly, I, I know why he did it, but it was the way he did it.
2: He wanted everybody to know to know that they were they were okay. okay. Yeah, the good he, guys. Look, that was he always had some method to his madness. Yeah, he wanted absolutely. to know if Mick Foley and, and Chainsaw Charlie are your guys, then you need to know they're okay and they're gonna be there and they're gonna and they're bro, gonna defend and, the and, title. And
3: I'll be honest with you, when I, when I looked at it twenty five years later, it was like okay, bro, like the IVs was typical Vince <laughs> over the top. Yeah but it was so severe we had to know they were okay yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i, I don't i don't think that's crazy talk you know what i mean i don't yeah. think it's it, it was i remember when they were going to do it and we thought the whole day well they're just going to kill it off and here they come back <laughs> and but 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 it's, and you know what sometimes you have to get on the other side of the train tracks to to, to to understand that mindset to even yeah. open your mind to that kind of oh wait he's He's playing big picture baseball here. He ain't playing small ball. He's thinking about the big picture, yeah. and that's the promoter side of him that I could always learn. I about. swear, bro, and you, you, you know, you, I've heard this. I've told this story of a million
3: times. Hey, listen, there aren't a lot of things I I agree with
2: Vince McMahon about. You know, and 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 at the end of the day, bro, you know, what? Hey, when you say that, so let me let me unpack that a little bit. When you say that, do you mean? politically do you mean socially you know what I mean, do you
3: Brian, mean w- 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 where vince and i ended a relationship was when he told me to hire a nanny to raise my kids yeah i'm sorry bro family bro it's work work does not supersede family bro i'm, I'm sorry so right yeah. there are our morals are uh you know they're 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 just completely different they're just but, different yeah yeah but I, I, I've said this story a million times. Bro, people, he, Brian, you'll know this better than anybody. You cannot give Vince McMahon a, a, a white piece of paper and ask him to write a television show. <laughs> you can't do it. And if he does it, it will suck. It, it will be the worst show on TV that week. That on, let, let me, let me, tell in you that you time
2: what, slot. Because there's a lot no, of crappy no, no, TV. No, 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 no Brian, the, over the week. Vince, the I still week. work here. So, I mean, I'm it like,
3: would hold be. Down, hold on, hold on. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make come back here. Okay. Cassio, this is what I, you know, people say to me, or oh, Vince, the only reason you were successful at the WWE was because Vince McMahon. Cassio, this is how it would work, and this is the genius of Vince McMahon, Ed Ferrara, and myself would write out that entire show when i say entire show here's segment one music entrance uh action of the match verbiage in the vignette. this is what we're doing going into break this is how every yeah. single thing and, and and our goal would be as we're writing this we're like bro He's not gonna poke one hole in this. Yeah,
2: show. yeah. That was all <laughs> mentality, it, it, and it should have been.
3: I swear to God. So, Cassio, then we 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 bring the finished script to Vince, okay? And and Brian knows now. He, he's got the show. There's there's nothing he has to do. He's got the show, bro. The glasses are at the end of the nose. <laughs> And me and Ed think this is the perfect show, and we're looking at each other like, yeah, go ahead, bro. Go, go <laughs> go Have at it. Cassio, he would look at the script, and he would find the littlest of nuances where if the show was an eight, those nuances made it a freaking 10 and I used to sit there like how did I not (laughs) that, bro he could see things in his head that were so down to the most intricate thing that made he Brian used the word all the time his favorite word were the nuances yeah that was the genius of Vince and when it comes to Brian bro I'll never forget man we we were getting our ass kicked by WCW the goal with, with with me and Vince at the time was, bro, we just need to write a good, compelling show every week. We can't control what they yeah. do, right?
2: Yeah, or focus on ne- them.
3: Yeah, I'll never forget, bro. Vince Vince sat there and Vince said to me, now keep in mind, this is Vince Russo who takes credit for everything, bro. You guys, <laughs> had, nothing, you guys had nothing to do with the Attitude Era. Vince looked at me and he said to me, Vince, I think we should put... Billy and Brian together. Now, you got to understand at that point, he's rockabilly. Yeah. I don't know. You're doing nothing. At that, <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're busting my balls at yeah. TV every week to find you something. Yes. And I'll never forget Casio. I looked at him and I'm like, really? I, I didn't see it because of where they were positioned yeah. at that point time and vince goes bro i'm telling you those two guys they're young they can go they got personality and that was the birth of the outlaws and it was 1000 percent vince vince
2: saw it and you know as they say the well, rest, history, the rest is history and yeah. we're still talking about it yeah yeah look i i got you know a lot of people think what they want man but uh his track record speaks for itself
3: as an adult. Don't we all miss spring break? Nothing like taking a week off from all your responsibilities. Well, here's the next best thing for adults, a spring break from house payments. Save with Conrad.com can help you get rid of all your credit card debt. Just like that. We're routinely helping our listeners say five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. And You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this, but check this out, no house payments for two months at SaveWithConrad.com.
2: Um, so. Well, Cassio, you were going to ask him a question earlier, and I cut you off. Oh, I'm no,
1: I got a couple. Just one. You, you mentioned you've been kissing his ass since you met. Tell me tell me about the earliest memory. Tell me how y'all met, and then when was the stepbrothers moment where you went, did we just become best friends?
3: <laughs> bro, here, here's what I'll never forget about, Brian. And, bro, th- this should be a, this should be a lesson to the youngins today because this is the absolute God-honest truth. When I started writing, Brian was not in the mix, like at all. Brian was doing nothing. And I remember, bro, this is – guys, I'm telling you, Brian, if things are that different today, you tell me. Yeah. I would show up at TV, and he would be waiting for me. And he would say, Vince – you gotta find me something, bro. You gotta find me something. Vince, I could do so much more. Vince, you gotta find me something. And Cassio, what would happen? Would he was so consistent. And Brian knows, bro, yep. in wrestling, bro, there's a right way of doing everything and a wrong way. And if it's the wrong way, it's it's F you.
2: Yeah.
3: If <laughs> it's the right way with the right approach, and that's Brian had the right approach. So, bro, every time I'm sitting down writing, he's in the back of my mind. Like if if I could find the smallest little thing for him to do, I am going to write it in. And that's why, you know, Brian, I know things were different back then. I know it was a different time. But guys speaking up. And guys having their own ideas, and guys disagreeing. All I asked was, "Bro, just present it respectfully." Yeah. Don't don't come at me like Vince. You don't know what the f you're doing. This <laughs> yeah. sucks. Blah blah blah. And nobody ever did. It, it would always be Vince. Ah, bro, love the show, but what if we did this?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Bro,
3: 99.9% of the time they were right. And I'll tell you why they were right because it's common sense. Bro, all week long I'm thinking about 25 characters on the show. Yeah, right. Brian is only thinking about Brian. So <laughs> you know, when Brian comes to me and says, "Yeah, Vince, I went through the script, but how about this? I know he put hours and hours and hours into thinking what he should have done. Yeah. Like, Brian, like he, he, here's another big problem I've got today with today's writing. I, I got a big problem with this. Okay. bro. When, when I would be sitting here writing and I'm writing for road dog, bro, I'm road dog. I'm road dog. I know this character so freaking well. I know what he's going to say. Yeah. I know what he's going to do. I know how he's going to act every, 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 character i wrote for i became them i knew them inside out so i was always true to the character because if you take a situation every wrestler on that roster is going to handle it differently every single one brian's going to handle something differently than the rock the rock's going to handle it differently from triple h i i feel that over time and this is the way it was i think before that era I feel that over time, it's more of that baby face heel blanket. Yeah. Like, well, he's a baby face, so this is how he has to act. I'll I'll never forget, Brian, like you talk about a moment I'll never forget. Cassio, I remember when Austin, you know, was the biggest baby face on the planet, bro, and I wanted him to save Stephanie from Taker. Oh, and Steve was like, <laughs> "Bro," and I'm like, "Steve, <laughs> she's the innocent victim here."
2: Yeah, yeah, Vince you're McMahon saving the damsel is, in distress. I
3: said, Vince McMahon is the scumbag, and bro, keep Brian. She was 17, 18. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I said this innocent girl has done nothing, and the beauty of that, Brian, was
2: for 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 an instant. We saw that side of Austin. Yeah. But, to, but that, to me, as a babyface character, you have to see that he goes back to the bus accident and helps people out of the fire. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like you have to see but, but, that.
3: But but that's why I just feel like I I always tried to stay so true to character. And if I missed, the talent would bring me back on character. The talent yes. Brian would say Vince, I wouldn't do that, and I would say. What would you do? Yeah. And he said I would do this and I say would say then do that yeah and, and and I and I think that was that was a success it was two ways bro yeah
2: it was look and I think it, what one thing I think you'll be happy to know is it's, it's getting back to that way because good, look I believe good. and I believe that too when I was writing Smackdown collaboration with the talent is the best way to keep the integrity Absolutely, of the character because man. to your point man, I, I was focused on me Sammy yep. is focused on Sammy New yep. Day is focused on New Day and so yep. it's uh, I, this is what I want you to do in the big picture I need you to now look at the minutia Absolutely. and see how you would and, and I need to also as the writer trust that you're going to execute it in that way and and I think for a period of time that trust was we were asked to relinquish that trust maybe or, or maybe that trust wasn't there I think there's some talent that we figured out we trust and there's a lot of collaboration going right. on now and I think to your point it's it's helping with the character integrity look we would stop in the middle of the story sometimes because it it wasn't working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever. And I tell you, the one thing I
3: used to look out for, bro, because this is what you gotta, this is what you gotta be careful of as a writer. And, and Brian will testify to this. Bro, you always gotta be, you always gotta be aware of the writer, the talent, the mentality is, I'm getting myself over first. And that should be your mentality. Right. There's no question about that. But as the writer... You've got to know, okay, bro, you're trying to get yourself over at the expense of so and so. But I got to tell you something, bro. During the Attitude Era, Brian, that hardly ever
2: happened. Yeah. You know, why why is that?
3: I, bro, I really think that it was such a, and this is, I, I can't even believe I'm saying this because of the wrestling business. Yeah. I really feel this was such a tight knit group. And a family at times. Yeah. That as wrestle, bro. You guys are you guys are programmed. You're independent contractors, bro. You got to get off. You got to get over on each other. Yeah. That's the way it's been. Free. That's how you're programmed. I get it. And so you're always thinking, how am I going to get over? Yeah. But back then, bro, I never was faced with that. You you were always thinking about. Well, I'm 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 working with D'Lo. Yeah. You know, I gotta I, let D'Lo
2: get over. I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I gotta. I, I, yeah, I gotta and
3: and I, I, gotta be honest with you, Brian. I think that's why everybody got over.
2: Yeah, it might be. It might be that because there, you know, it did get a little weird there at the end, where people, I, I'm not putting him over, and I'm not doing that. And I was like, wait, wait, what? The, the, uh, the, yeah, in, the asylum is being overrun by the inmates. <laughs> um, and it's and it's look, it's it's still that way a little bit, but but I think it in a good way. I think the collaboration with talent, um, because. You bring up a great point, Vince, about getting kind of uh, uh, b- bottle vision, tunnel vision, a little bit about the show in its totality. And I can't possibly focus on yep. the intricate a- execution of each segment. And that, look, that's what Vince has, has produced live television for so long that right. he has those the, the little bitty minutia, you know, the intricate things. Like, oh, his, if he plays his music there, he'll be standing yeah. in the ring for three minutes. You can't yes. do that. You yeah. got to do, and you go like. Oh man, he's right. Like he's figured it all out. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, that's the beauty of working for him, man. You get to see all that stuff. I forgot what we were talking about. Yeah. it was awesome.
1: That was it when y'all met. <laughs> also, uh, I wanted to go into you. You say you watch Raw, and uh, give us somebody that you do like. Somebody that you think, hey, I look at him and they're I, her and wrong. they feel like I, they get I, it. I,
3: I there are a lot of people that you're I thinking you're going
2: to, going to be the kiss of death. If you no, say,
3: no, Brian, I, I'll be honest with you. There are a lot of people I watch and I do say, God, I wish I could have wrote. For you.
2: you wish, you could for I, wish yeah. I could write. I
3: wish I could I'm, write. I'm being honest because yeah. I, I feel, you know, my, my opinion that there are people that are being underutilized. Yeah. And I think it, it's like simple things And, I mean, bro, there are a lot of characters I like on the show where I just sit there and I say, God, I just wish I could. But at the top of my list, I mean, and bro, has been on the top of my list for a long time, and he doesn't need Vince Russo writing for him. But I I think Bray's a freaking genius. Yeah. You know, and and the, the challenge with the writers at the WC, at WWE, Brian, this is what I was always faced with that people don't understand. Because what, 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 what they always hit me with is, oh, Vince, you were a successful writer, but look at the roster you had. And what they don't understand is, bro, I worked with a great roster. I worked with great individuals. But what they don't understand is I had to feed them every week. So I had to write at the greatness of their level. I was not going to give the outlaws something where they were going to look at it and say, Vince, this is a piece of shit. Because as far as I'm concerned, if you were here last week, bro, we got to get you here this week. week. And then we got to get you here. So my writing had to match their freaking performance. So... There's a lot of pressure yeah. in that, bro, because yeah. I'm not going to give Austin and The Rock shit. I gotta give them something where yeah. gold, be- yes, <laughs> and they're yeah. going to be excited about doing it. I think that's been part of the problem with Bray. To be honest with you, bro, yeah. I think his level. Is so high. What, whatever is going on in here?
2: Yeah.
3: So it's almost impossible for a writer to write up to that. <laughs> yeah. The, the dude's thinking on a genius level, and and if you, if you can't meet him there, what's going to happen is you're going to start pulling him down. Yeah. Not yeah. because you mean to. Yeah. Because this guy is just thinking at a level of nobody yeah. else. It's a very hard job, Brian. You know.
2: Yeah it will look I think Vince you could go back to uh where you started saying what what people don't understand and and it's the writing of a television show <laughs> unless you have written a, a live WWE television show or a, <clears throat> excuse me a live wrestling television show go and write a 3 hour live wrestling television show and then after that do it 51 more times that year, and and put it on television in order to move and sell your product. Um, and and it's just a lot more goes into it than anybody would ever think. Uh, and so it's just a, it's a huge hurdle to negotiate to write a live wrestling television show.
1: Well, that,
3: that's uh, the one. Thing I don't know if I've
2: mentioned it's live. So yeah, well, that,
3: that's the one thing that that just they, they don't have a clue. I'm just gonna say because bro, like. Think about it, man. You got fifty-two weeks out of the year. You got two ba- back then. It was only me and Ed, so you got yeah. two shows. So multiply that. Now you got one hundred and four yeah. and twelve pay per views to that. Now you got one hundred and sixteen shows. We're not even talking about Sunday Night Heat, which we did right as well, at, <laughs> by the way. Two guys are writing one hundred sixteen shows. Then Cassio, then then, then and, you got a then, magazine. And, yeah, and but, but but I'm not saying this to put myself over. My right. my point is. Then here's what happens, bro, when all of a sudden Vince McMahon wins a championship or Vince Russo gets speared out of a cage and he's the WCW champion or David Arquette pins, pins uh, Eric Bischoff. People don't understand, bro, when you do things like that, all of a sudden it opens up roads to creativity that you were not going down before.
2: Yeah, that you (laughs) didn't have access to. You
3: didn't have access. And Brian, if you don't do shit like that and have access to shit like that, you're going to keep repeating the same shit over and over again. (laughs) That's why you have Mike Tyson moments. That's why you have a David Arquette
2: moment of Vince
3: winning a bell. Because now that creative envelope, Brian, that could buy you three months.
2: Oh, yeah. And three months, it could buy you six months. It could buy you a mania match. You know, Logan Paul or something. And
3: those months were never on the table. Right, before. But when you're writing that much television, you're desperate for new content, new, bro. A-
2: Anything and everything. And Absolute, so, uh, yeah, look, they, n- nobody uh, no. like the, if they haven't done it, they just can't no, understand it. It's, it's, it's like brilliant. that one ride at the fair. <laughs>
1: by, the, by the way, if you've been in a meeting, most of the people online that are complaining about a creative, if you sat them in a creative meeting, they'd be like, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. That is oh, a great okay. idea. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they just don't yeah. understand the creative process. Think of how many things you can get cut on the creative process. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How it. many it's ideas
2: just, never make it's like it to the said, top. like you said,
1: it's a world they're, they're chirping about they don't really know about it's just yeah. it's, it's the weird it's, it's just like uh it's social media coordinator yeah. it's social you know.
2: media in a nutshell it's yeah. not real none of this is real so so Vince, what are you doing now
1: 17 podcasts 17 yeah, podcasts no, But like what's the what's the day do you do you just live life do, do you have kids, yeah bro nice.
3: well, I'll, I'll be honest with you bro i i start my day at eight o'clock yeah because I want to be done by noon. Okay. Oh, I love you. I, I live in Colorado. Noon, my wife works. I could get in my car. I could drive in the mountains. I could go thrift storing. Whatever you want. Whatever I want to do. And then, you know, sometimes I do shows at night. Yeah. You know, sometimes. So so that's why, like, I'll, I'll, I'll knock off by 12. Like, like tonight, I got to do a show at 6 o'clock. Yeah, but pretty much every day I've got that entire block. Wow, that's awesome. And I'm awesome. just, I'm just Brian. Listen, I'm I'm ten years older than you, bro. I'm telling you, sixty is gonna hit you like a Mack truck. <laughs>
2: because, <laughs> in I'm, a good way or a bad way? In, in,
3: in, in, in well, it, both. Okay. Sixty mortality sinks in, bro. Yeah. I mean, we just saw Lonnie Poffo pass away at sixty. Yeah. yeah. So now you know it's 60, we can start counting down the year.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're closer to the ground than we, we are. <laughs> are.
3: closer. And so what happens, I think, Brian, once you turn 60 and you know maybe it's 10, maybe it's 15. If yeah. I'm lucky, maybe it's 20. Yeah. Well, bro, now you want to do what you want to do with that time
2: yeah that
3: is the most important thing i don't know how much is left god could call me tomorrow what do i want to be doing with this time left really bro that's that's why brian so many people like i always hear you know if if i critique a raw show and i'm always being honest I, I, i i i've said bro the last four weeks wwe has been on a roll yeah, the shows are being formatted better. You're keeping the audience. I put it over since Raw triple I put it over, but I always get the, oh Vince, the reason you critique, you're bitter that they won't hire you, <laughs> and I'm like Brody, you understand? Brian has wrestling not taken taken years off
2: your life. Oh, oh, hundred percent.
3: Exactly. They don't 100%. understand. Yeah. They it's the mafia.
2: Understand. It's once once you get out, they suck you back
3: in. <laughs> uh, I, I, I tried to explain these people. Bro, I'm 62. You're talking about getting going to the airport, oh. sitting on a plane, getting picked up, going to the hotel going to TV for 14 hours, yeah. dealing with the politics. They, bro, they literally would find me dead in a hotel room. <laughs> like, Siri, they have no idea. Bro, they think it's like uh, a
2: picnic. Hey, it's not easy, man. It is not. I just was gone for like four days, and it's just living out, And I was in the same hotel room for four days. That's a luxury. And so, <laughs> but it was still like, you know what I mean? It was still I, not home and, and oh. at work and, uh, like you said, airport security, oh, the whole deal. Man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's not ideal. Uh, especially not, I'm lazy. So I like to just sit around and do nothing. That's why um, I, always,
3: I, I love when I always see it. Well, I, I have a dream of, and I'm like, oh, okay.
2: keep, keep, dreaming
3: keep dreaming about what you yeah. think it is. Keep yeah. dreaming about
2: that. Yeah, yeah. So At some point you got to take a step toward that dream. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's awesome. So so do we have Casio like a list of all of his stuff or can we put that up and post or how does that work? Yeah, we'll throw his. some
1: links in there. Yeah, yeah I sure. would love to look at it.
2: If if you go to Russo's with an S, Russo'sbrand.com,
3: you'll you'll see everything. Everything's
2: there. Boom. Everything. Russo's
1: That's it. Yeah,
2: everything. There. That's there'll be pick nudes, the whole deal. Everything's there if you want to look. Um but,
1: <laughs> we got the Russo only fans <laughs> going. Yeah, there's
2: a Russo OnlyFans. I
1: gotta
3: tell you this though, bro. Every I, I always I, every time I say it. Uh, this man gets credit for it, and I'll tell you every time I say because I say it, I say it at least once every two weeks. Every time I say "bless his heart," I stop <laughs> everything and I thank Road dog But I got to tell you when I when I always use "bless my heart." Okay, yeah, when when the outlaws are working and Brian, it, it's a singles match and it's Brian, <laughs> and he's going down to the ring with Billy. And Billy is now doing Brian's part on the mic. I will sit there by myself, Brian, and I will say, "Bless his heart." <laughs> Amen.
2: Amen. Uh, I don't know when this will air, but today is actually Billy's wife's birthday. Oh yeah! Uh, so shout out to to Paula, happy birthday! And uh, yeah, well, look, bless Billy's heart because yeah, bro, he was I, I, he was the race horse, not the I, jockey.
3: Bro, I swear to God, bro, I said this from day one and I say it to today. So we're talking about, like, I probably met Billy with the smoking guns in 95. Yeah. We're talking about 28 years. And I say it to this day, bro, far and away, far and away, the greatest, most gifted athlete yeah. I ever worked with, Far, far to this day, yeah. far and away.
2: So I saw him outrun The Rock in the parking lot of a Gold's Gym, and Billy Billy was wearing high-tech boots, those black <laughs> boots that everybody wore, untied. And and Rock was in, like he didn't have his personal shoes yet with a bull head on them, but he had his Nikes laced up tight. They raced, a f- f- foot race, and Billy smoked him. And, uh, and then I smoked something else and went in the gym. <laughs> And like I was riding the recumbent cycle and just watching Rocky got like the best workout I've ever seen him get because he was so pissed. And I, I, I I saw him play. I saw Billy play one of those WWE basketball yeah basketball games. Bro, he yeah. never
3: missed a shot. No, no, like, he is a baller. He never yeah. missed a freaking shot. Bro. Hey,
2: he is a baller and got leaps too like he is he is hey we played on the wrestle vessel or the bruise cruise or whatever we played (laughs) uh we played volleyball against the fans and ken shamrock and billy gunn were killing the ball like they were were, it was it was blood and guts volleyball (laughs) and like it was horrible because some of the fans you know what i mean (laughs) Weren't, weren't competitive at all. And, yeah. and, uh, Billy and Ken Shamrock oh. are like be- belly bumping each other. That is great. That's, That's such so a great, great time. Well, yeah. Cassio, what, what, do you got another question? or are we, now, we... I,
1: here? Here's how I knew y'all were really friends dog. And I don't even know if you realized <laughs> we did it, but did you know that he did back you up? He thinks you're a better sports entertainer than Brett Hart. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I can't right. believe
2: I can't yeah. believe you. You're gonna bring that back up, Cassio. That old that he old agreed. chestnut. I he know. Agreed. Yeah, know I agree. I agree with myself too. Uh, not a lot of and not I, a I, lot of not a lot of people do.
3: And I, <laughs> no. I and I always I always make this freaking clear. And you know, bro, it's so funny because there are guys. You gotta write every word for. Yeah. And, and I, I usually found those guys to be the great wrestlers sure. because I think they wanted to focus on the match. Yeah. So, okay, Fitz, tell me what you want me to say, you know? So there were always different levels of writing, bro. I never wrote one word for Brian. Yeah. Not every, every every time coming through that curtain, bro. I swear to God, you know who I put you up there with, bro? And and I, I, we always hear about the conversation, the best promos, best promos, and I never know, I can never understand how he's not in the conversation. I would say two of the greatest guys I ever worked with was Brian. I never wrote a word for Brian, and it was always different. He was always mixing it up. Bro, Percy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My. You talk about, bro, he hands down – was the greatest storyteller of all time.
2: Yeah, with no verbiage? Like you didn't give him any verbiage?
3: No, he he knew the story. Yeah, yeah. Cross, but I would be standing there like just- In awe. Oh my god. But see, a- that's
2: how he that's how he got in and that's how he survived oh, by his brain. Man. You know what I mean? Because he he wasn't he took a bump or two when he was okay. younger, you know, in Texas and stuff, but he didn't he, he got by in this business because of his brain. Please Greatest continue.
3: Storyteller of all time in my opinion.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. What a well what a great guy too. You know, it was oh, just a great the human being. The best. Well, well, Vince, what do you have any final comments? If you could change the world. No, no, I, I,
3: I am very thankful you brought me on the show. You know how much I love you. I'm a huge fan of yours, bro.
2: Oh, um, you know what we can do? Can okay. we do it? Can we, uh, Dom, if you have the, the capability, let's do the clock and let's do what we call the thankful minute. And what we'll do, Vince, is we'll put up a bomb and, you, and you'll see it ticking down. You have 60 seconds to just tell us what you're thankful for right now in your life, like what today's going on. What I don't know. Are um, do you part of it? the
1: negative? So we want to bring. Yeah, positive. we want to
2: bring positive. Oh, oh God, we, the, the clock's oh. running. Wait, Wait, hold up. Clock. We're not. It's not running yet. Oh God.
1: All right, oh, here God. we go. Okay, okay go. Oh.
2: I, as
3: a shoot, I am really. I'm thankful, you know, obviously I gotta say first, I'm thankful for God, yeah. right? you know, who who makes every everything possible. I am so thankful that as I, listen, I was a fan way before I started working in the business. I worked in the business, I am out of the business. I am very, very, very thankful that without a shadow of a doubt, I got to work with the greatest performers, um, I believe in the history of wrestling and there's been great performance and I'm not saying that to take a shot at any other decade man the, 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 the early Wrestlemania years was great a lot of people love today's product but I really feel I was so literally lucky to work with the caliber of stars that I did during the attitude
2: era and Brian you're one of them so I thank you my friend Oh man thank you and on that note the they got, got, got a cool explosion graphic <laughs> Who, how much <laughs> Somebody did, got how much did that cost <laughs> <laughs> I'll it tell actually you this, looked it came cool. out of like R- a,
3: yeah I, like know I love the uh, whoever I, I was watching whoever did that dog collar graphic, I love that graphic <laughs> you got for the show. That's a great
2: graphic. yeah. it's I'll never forget I wanted to call it the do- like uh, the dog house or something like that. Yeah. and and Conrad was like, She's, dude, oh you didn't know podcast I was like oh yeah that that works too I, guess. I was like that probably probably works a lot better well look Vince I tell you what I'm thankful for man I'm thankful that you agreed to come on the show yes I'm I am thankful for our friendship over the years and I know it will only continue uh nope. And man, it's just so good to catch up with you and talk to you about stuff other than, look, I know we touched on wrestling because we kind of got to, I guess, but I just love hearing that you're doing good and you're, and you're living your life and, and loving it too. You know what I mean? Cause that's, yeah, yeah. man, that's what it's all about is just yep. being, finding some peace in your mind and being happy. So, so I'm, I I always say Brian, cause you know, again, we,
3: we talked about, you know, just real quick. We talked about like, especially when it comes to wrestling today, bro, people just take it way too seriously. And what I always try to tell people is this, bro, if you are spending a lot of time on something that really at the end of the day doesn't matter, then that means you're neglecting a lot of your time on something that does. I always try. I had to learn
2: that the hard way. That's why I pass it along. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you very much. Because it is, if you're fo- like, and that's the negative, right? There's so much negative out there. And it, look, that's another thing that makes you feel confident sitting on Twitter and and critiquing somebody else. I'm immediately coming from a position of authority because I know better than you. Right. I'm smarter than you. I am. I could do it better than, you know what I mean? And so yeah. that feels good to people. You know what I mean? I get that. That's intoxicating. Um. So focus on what you need to do, dog. Focus on your that's starting with the man (laughs) in the mirror um hey vince thank you so much thank you guys uh, for for being on here and and cassio i'm just gonna say like this if you didn't like this show i got two words for you suck it